everyone calm down. I realize it's a Tuesday, and I also realize that if you've looked at the title to this podcast, it says Video Gamers Pro Wrestling Podcast. And you're thinking, get out of my gaming feed, wrestling. Don't worry. It is going to go away. A bit of house cleaning or whatever the word is when you describe you know, something you're doing for the first time. Because this is the first time we've done this, I have put it in the video gamer feed. That is simply because if you like wrestling and you'd like to join me and a selection of hosts on a weekly wrestling journey, you can do. But next week, it's not going to be in this feed. So if you don't like wrestling and you'd rather not be taught the wonderful ways of fake fighting, it's okay. It's not going to be here next week. You haven't got to worry about it. But if you do... You're going to have to go search for us next week. You have to find us. The best way to do that is look at videogamer.com on Twitter. There'll be RSS feeds. There'll be YouTube links. All of that kind of stuff. And you can join us on this fabulous new adventure that we're taking on. Now, that's all out of the way. If you don't know, my name is Simon Miller. I usually host the Video Gamer UK podcast, but I'm obsessed with professional wrestling. As is my debut host I'm gonna try and pronounce your last name which i've never done before a lot of people always try to pronounce my last name simon and yes. they always just end up falling flat okay. like even even delivery guys and the person at starbucks <laughs> they say, ask yeah. for both names it's like what is it oh it's adam how do you spell your surname blah, 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 blah. you do it you go it's adam obviously hi i'm adam libernati roach honestly if i was vince mcmahon mm. and you came to me and you said hi i'm adam liberati yeah. roach i can't even say it i'd be like we're not changing your name. It's perfect. But it then asked me to speak in an Italian-French accent, and obviously I oh, don't yeah, you really get speak like that at all. No. You'd I'm have to Santino Morella. I had an interview with Santino Morella the other day who said, he, that's literally what he got. He got a phone call or a letter or whatever, and they said, you're going to be an Italian, dude. Can you speak Italian? He went, yep. And then he went home and spent three weeks learning Italian, which made it up on the spot. Do you remember how he got into it all? Do you remember like his debut? He was a fan, wasn't he? They were in Italy. What what was it? House show? Because they don't show stuff from Italy on TV. That's not allowed. I don't know, but it was the most WCW thing I've seen in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, come on, take this fan. Well, that's a pretty large looking fan of all things. It was weird though. I mean, that's a weird... And he won the IC band different times. Different times cause for different creative measures, basically. It's true. So yeah, this is what we're doing. It is going to be a different host each week. Um... Sometimes we'll have the video gamer guys on, but they're not weekly pro wrestling watchers. So we could have Burns or Jim or Alice or Dave in here, but they just sit there looking at, you know, at both of us confused. And that's great. And we'll do specials and stuff. And I know Burns is into his old wrestling. So we'll get him in here from time to time. But I think we have five hosts. I think I'm correct. So you'll get a new host every week. And I presume some of them will drop out because that's how life works. They won't works. drop out. These are, these are confident people. I pick people that I think know what they're talking about. Or and pretend to know what they like, they, you know. And when we get to Mania, what I'm hoping we'll do is we'll get everybody in or something and just have a big shouting match, which would be terrible. But that, that's the plan. And there's no kind of, it's not like review of Raw or review of pay-per-views. It's literally more like, uh, you know, what's just happened in the week of wrestling. So there'll be WWE Talk and TNA and New Japan ring of honor pro wrestling gorilla all of that stuff but obviously at first we're going to focus on wwe simply because we're in the season we're building up to royal rumble bring up to wrestlemania let's start generic how are you feeling about 2016 in the world of wwe we're a few weeks in now vince mcmahon is slowly showing his age as the weeks go by I'm feeling, worse and worse. I, I don't know i'm feeling quite positive about it a lot of people too. are feeling quite negative about everything but we're living in an age where there's no longer um, bikini matches or swill matches. I was watching That's some... There's no hog slop. Oh, is it? No hog slop. No um, Triple H going face first into a pile of filth. There's mm. none of that anymore. And like, Do you miss that, though? Or do you, you think it's better times that we don't muck around? Because that's kind of cartoon wrestling, isn't it? Which we don't get 
we get from time i mean i would argue the social outcasts are kind of what have taken that role on you know a bunch of comedic characters i mean the comedy they do is terrible but a bunch of comedic characters who are there for you know light relief as opposed to the more serious stuff that happens at the top of the card i'm they are there for light relief but i'm kind of concerned this isn't negativity, Simon. This is just... No, a, no, I'll explain I that. Just, that's going to come up a lot. Yeah. My, my idea for this podcast as well is we don't want to shit all over WWE. That's like a siren just went there. It's like, <laughs> you be negative, boy. <laughs> no, it's true because it is really easy to crap all over WWE. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot they did even last night on Raw that you can watch and roll your eyes at and go, what on earth? But by and large, we're going to try and keep this as positive as possible just because sometimes I think wrestling podcasts, and you know, all power to them, they've got huge fan bases, so they're doing something right. It can be a bit like, oh, shit, because it's shit and fucking that shit and shit. And it's like, we're, well... We're just here for the power of positivity, Exactly. Oh, well, I like wrestling. I must like it. Like, I can't moan about Raw too much, because I watch it every damn week. You spend, like, you spend two and a half hours of your evening, like, <laughs> just being like, I need to watch this. Yeah. It's just like, I need to watch this, however rubbish it and is. And I need to talk about it. That's why I've started this podcast, is that Twitter and Reddit, you know, is no longer, is no longer enough for me. I need an outlet to... To spout my nonsense. Everybody needs to know my thoughts and they're going to hear my thoughts. That's pretty much it. But yeah. I need to go back to social yeah, outcasts. Social outcast, yeah. I say power of positivity because, you know, new day and everything. But yeah. my, my concern of like the social outcasts is that they're being pushed into the same bracket as the new day. So it's like you've got the new yeah. day who organically became this zany bunch because they were given like a gimmick and they mm. decided to change it themselves and they're running with it as far as they possibly can. And it worked. And so whenever, for one, I see the New Day getting too long on screen, you're kind of like, okay, WWE have realized now they're pushing this as far as they can. Yeah, running out of this. And now with the social outcasts, like, you can put them in the same room and they're kind of, some of their creative is, like, equal. Mm. Um, and I love, like, Heath Slater, like, Slater Baby. I really like Heath Slater. Out of those four, I think Heath Slater has always been one of those guys where I feel like you can do more with him like he can, you can always figure a way to get him onto the show, in my opinion. Because he's, he's a perfect heel. Yeah. Because when I hate him, I don't, and we're going to get to this later on. He's <laughs> so negative, right? Who am I kidding? But I hate, <laughs> I hate him. I hate him, but I hate him in the way I meant to hate him. You know, I kind of hate him in spite of him, in spite of myself, because he makes me laugh. And he entertains me, even though he's obviously being a massive, a massive dick. Whereas someone like Stephanie McMahon, who I've got my big rant to come later, oh, no. does no, the complete no, no. opposite. But. The other three, I think, work in that group well because they needed something to do and having them kind of prop him up as the leader almost. It, it, it is fun, but then I don't know. It's, I, I don't feel like, like you say, as the New Day was organic and was ideas that they had come up with, this feels very much like, oh, because it's, it's all of a sudden it is the era of stables again because you've got you know, yeah. League of Nations and uh, Team feels Bad like and all of that. like we're building up to something, well, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Ooh, a club of sorts. <laughs> well, exactly. But, and I, don't, I, don't, I just think a lot of that stuff works better as is proof of the new day than just, they, they need to be less scripted. And I think last night on Raw especially, they were exceptional. And also, they got jobbed out to Big Show last night. So what was the point of that? What was the point of giving them any screen time if this all leads up? Last week, they beat Dolph Ziggler. And then this week, the Big Show comes out and knocks them all out. It's like, well, who... What is I don't understand. I don't understand what the um the long term the long term point of it is. I don't think there's 
you can't go much lower than being jobbed out to Big Show. Also, Not at the moment. where are we? He is oh, face no. now? Is Big Show face? Yeah, maybe. Do we have an estimated time on how long it is until he turns again? Well, he can't be a face in the Rumble. Because surely if you're going to book it... Well, it's, right. Do you think he'll turn again in the Rumble? Well, maybe is, he'll turn twice in the Rumble. Well, he could... Well, no, here's the thing, right? I think he's going to be healing the Rumble. Right. Roman Reigns is number one. We know that now. Uh, obviously, Raw no. is shocking. That was weird as well. <laughs> as you can see, a lot of this podcast is going to be, especially in the early days, just jumping around on tangents. But I think that's fine. I Who was needs very, direction? I know, exactly. I didn't mind that they went back to the well with the Raw Rumble tumbler. Oh, we've rigged it, so it's number one. Because wrestling is cyclical anyway. Like, stories always repeat themselves. Yeah. So I was actually cool with that. But I just don't know how I feel about seeing... Roman Reigns is obviously going to last till the end of the Rumble. And over, an, unless they surprise us, but I doubt that very much. Over oh. an hour with Reigns to me is just, I'm not sure that, I would have much rather he came in at like 14. Because that then, because this is my problem. It means the story of the Rumble now is Roman Reigns, what can he do? Yeah. I would have much rather that injected some life into it halfway through because he can't, I mean, the focus will always be on Reign kind of in a, in a wilder point of view. You need those smaller bits in the Rumble. And I just think everybody else in the Rumble has nothing going on. So it's really hard for me to believe they're going to win. So to me, injecting Rones somewhere in the middle, I don't know, would have created more interest. I just don't think I want a whole Raw Rumble based on Roman Reigns throwing people over the top rope. I'm going to try something here. I'm going to casually create, you know, just a small feature. How would you book this match? How would you, okay, creatively... <laughs> now, you just had a little rant. I was like, oh, he's got ideas about this. He's got ideas. He just yeah. has How would you book it? Because you said that Roman Reigns comes in first. He's now coming in first. So it yes. now becomes what is being WWE for like the past year or so, the Roman Reigns show. Yes, which I don't um, have a problem with, for the record. I think if you want to make him your top smart star, you've got to do everything you can. I just don't necessarily think it's working. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. But like, what I do have a problem with is, and this isn't like a negative problem, it's a problem that takes place in like loads of industries. It's like predictability. Yeah. So everybody's kind of like, oh, he's in first. As you just said, it's like, oh, he's going to last this amount of time. So if... I'd like to see him come in first. That's fine by me. I'd also like to see him go out straight away because what that will do <laughs> is... Oh, it would be great. That the would audience would be, be like, oh my God, what the hell's going on? I was yeah. just waiting for AJ, I mean, um, him not to come in. <laughs> oh no, um, AJ Lee. That was who I was talking about to come in and uh, um, be like, throw the big show over or something. Yeah. But like, if they, if they book this correctly and Rollins appears, oh... Nah, it's not going to happen. You're living in a dream. Oh, I'm not living in a dream. I'm not... Uh, well, you think it, Rollins is going to come out? Can I, can I be... Um, I don't know much about knee injuries, especially not the one that his went wonky. Yes. <laughs> but um, there was a... You know, up, up, down, down, the Xavier Woods game. Okay? Yeah. I was explaining this theory to um, a friend of mine who's a wrestling promoter like um, last week. And up, up, down, down was filmed. Seth Rollins versus Jack Swagger, basically. Yes, the Madden finals, right? The final of the yeah. Madden. Seth Rollins wins. Sorry, spoiler, no big deal. Um, at the end of it, he gets up, he stands up, he puts the trophy above his head, he's wearing grey sweatpants, he's no, fine. I don't believe it. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, that's amazing. That must have been filmed this week. You look at the description, and it's like, this was filmed the night of the Slammy Awards. And if any of you remember the Slammy Awards, he came out on crutches. He came out on crutches, he had the biggest knee brace. He was so slow. He had no movement. But in this video, no knee brace, no crutches, standing around, 
pumping, like, you know, CrossFit Jesus, pumping <laughs> that trophy, like... It was fine. So I have a feeling that... Maybe he was in a euphoric state after winning the Madden <laughs> Up, Up, Down, Down tournament. I've never been that euphoric exactly. after winning a video game. Exactly, we don't know what game. that can feel like. So. But imagine like if, we, if in this Royal Rumble, like Reigns comes out, blah, blah, gets thrown out in a second, and then Rollins comes in, and then it's Ambrose as well. It would be incredible, then, but I... I think we're we're getting ahead I'm, of ourselves. I'm being too. Here. I'm being too. Like I would love hype that. dreaming. I would also love. You know, we mentioned briefly AJ Styles. I, I mean, there's this whole re- thing now, and I think WWE has a point to a certain extent that they're worried if we bring AJ Styles into the Rumble, a large portion of our audience is going to be like, well, "Who the hell is AJ Styles?" Did you see the um, report? Oh, I don't think I did. No, maybe I did. Um, I'm not one for like dirt sheets or you know, <laughs> I don't want to ruin things for myself, um, but somebody highlight the fact that they're thinking about bringing him in on the Raw after yeah, I did because no one knows who he is. So I was like, hmm. I don't, I don't know. I kind of, I can see why they would think that because they have a very insular and kind of narrow-minded view of, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think wanting, not at all. in a way, having that negative attitude towards him means they're going to have to promote him more because obviously what seems like they paid him a huge amount of money. So you want to get an investment on it. You want to get a return on it. So that to me actually helps him because it means they'll push him even harder. Yeah. But I still think that if you can have the honky tonk man coming in at the Royal Rumble, who to me is just as removed as anybody else, because he's a wrestler <laughs> from 20 years ago, that you cannot sit there and go, well, our audience will remember him. He's going to win. Well, maybe he will. But if you feel confident doing so, or even someone like the Godfather, that's a name I keep hearing. Oh, the Godfather, there's going to be a surprise entry in the Rumble. To me, he is so far removed from the modern day wrestling audience that somebody could sit there backstage and go, guys, I don't think anyone's going to know who this guy is. Do you think they will have changed his gimmick to be more PC so he just comes on as a godfather of a family? There's nothing else. It's like, kids in his where's own. my hoe train? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, nothing. they all got married. And, <laughs> and you know, they now live respectable <laughs> lives. <laughs> but that, to me, I think you're going to AJ Styles at the Rumble. The reason I don't want AJ Styles at the Rumble why, is because AJ Styles is not going to win the Royal Rumble. And to me, there is no benefit in introducing a star like AJ Styles and he gets thrown over the top rope. That's a very good point, especially if he gets thrown over the top rope by Roman Reigns. Well, exactly. That, to me, already you've established him as, well, this guy is not as good as this guy. All right, that's, that's a good way of guiding it. And also, yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, that... We're looking up in the ceiling right now. We're trying to like figure out, is there a way that it could work? I don't think there is. The, well, the way I see the rumble going is, I, I, I'm complete, I was even before it all started to fall into place especially now as his name hasn't been mentioned on TV in ages. This is all designed for Roman to go through 29 people. Um, and then Triple H comes out number 30. Triple H throws Roman Reigns over the top and Triple H becomes new WWE Heavy Champion. Odds. Have you seen the odds? Apparently the odds are all in favour of Triple H winning. Now, I like the idea... Well, no, I don't like the idea, but I think the fact they're invested in this Roman Reigns Triple H programme and they're sticking with it is good. Because obviously, at one point, it was Triple H versus The Rock. And then it seemingly was going to be Triple H versus Seth Rollins. It's like, well, we've got to do something. And yeah. Triple H is a, is a big name. I just really would prefer if it wasn't for the belt. I think it will be for the belt. Because you want that shot of Roman Reigns with the belt above his head after a two-month chase. And I get that. That's how Vince and co. like to book WrestleMania. <sighs> but it's just... Yeah. I didn't care about the first two times Roman Reigns won the title. I don't I, want to see... Oh. Hmm? Oh, it is twice. Yes, because he oh, yeah. yeah, he's going to be a three-time champion in six months. And I just don't <laughs> want to see Triple H. And I like Triple H. I mean, I'm not a net massive fan of modern-day Triple H in terms of the, the character. But even during the heyday when everyone said, oh, he's the worst wrestler ever, I did enjoy him as the company's top heel. I thought he was good. Yeah. 
I just don't know. I understand why they're doing it because they have been put backed into a corner with injuries and whatnot. I, I don't. I just to me a Triple H versus Roman Reigns match, and especially Triple H winning the Rumble at forty-five years old or whatever. Just I don't know what purpose it serves. I don't think I, basically. I don't think at the end of this feud, Roman is going to be any more of a star than he already is. No, I don't I, think it's going to make any difference. It's just that Triple H will now have the belt. Yeah, for a couple. Basically, he's holding the belt months. so that the biggest face in the company can have his WrestleMania moment, which they like to do. And that also, I mean. I really, really hope this Brock Lesnar-Bray Wyatt thing, if you haven't seen Raw, it goes off air with Bray Wyatt laying out Brock Lesnar. I just, even if, I mean, I don't want the feud anyway, because Bray Wyatt can't come out of that good, and I don't want him to come out He'll good. come out losing again. I want, to me, I want Brock Lesnar to just kill everyone and go away yeah. once he retires. I never want him to. Go back though, to his farm, yeah. tend, tend to crops. Exactly, that's what I want. Because Look at potatoes that look like himself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but there's no phone. Apart from Kevin Owens who obviously we'll get to later on as well. What a man. He, he could, I'd be happy for all the Undertaker street defeat nonsense to be passed on to him. But there's no one else in that roster I want to see beat Brock Lesnar. Now, Bray Wyatt needs a lot of help because, you know, he's done nothing really for the last six months other than lose to people. So feeding him to Brock Lesnar seems mad to me. On top of that, if this is leading to a Bray Wyatt, because who else has Brock Lesnar got at WrestleMania? A Bray Wyatt, Brock Lesnar match Big at show. WrestleMania. Oh, gosh. Please don't sorry, do, sorry. But, no, but Brock Lesnar to me is, he is your special attraction. He yeah. is always, in many ways, your main event if you pit him against the it's right like, person. It's like at the WWE live events, they say that he's there in the hope that it will sell more tickets. Exactly. And it does, yeah. even and, if it's against Sheamus. Uh, but that's what I mean. I, I don't want, at WrestleMania, which, okay, three options we've just thrown out there. Bray Wyatt, Big Show, Sheamus. Now, Brock Lesnar beats all these guys. The latter two don't care. But Bray Wyatt... It gets nothing from that. And what does Brock get from him? Mean, you can't have more than a five-minute match against any of those three if you're Brock Lesnar without kind of ignoring everything he's done over the last two years. And that's what I don't get. If it is Bray Wyatt, it will be to again show Brock Lesnar's strength because it's always not just Bray Wyatt. It will be against the, the whole Wyatt family. Well, but that's why it ties into the Rumble, though. How do, if Lesnar's not winning the Rumble, how do you get him out of the Rumble? You have four people chuck him out. That, to me, is a way you get Lesnar out of the Rumble. But that also does put him in the program with the Wyatt family. And he's just... I mean, that's just the Wyatts get destroyed for a couple of months by Brock Lesnar. There's another faction of four people that could throw him out. <laughs> well, so the Slater gay, yeah. <laughs> Not Slater gay, Slater baby. I guarantee you that those four will somehow throw each other out. There'll be some... Well, R-Truth will get involved and do something stupid. I don't know. R-Truth will come into the Royal Rumble thinking it's money in the bank. And I, I, I think I'll just scream. Well, I, I'm stealing this from another podcast. You can't do that. I'm going to. But I, thought, right, I, thought, it. I thought it was a funny idea. They said that, you know there's number four or whatever nobody comes out and then when number eight comes out our truth comes out with someone else go sorry i got the wrong number i would actually (laughs) enjoy that to be honest i think that would be quite funny we are like missing one of the key key moments of last year's rumble right now that's going to come into play uh this sunday it's going to be like a huge deal curtis axel he's still in it he's still in the what number is he gonna be because he is still in it i guarantee you right now curtis axel gets thrown out of that royal rumble what's the record like one and a half seconds or something curtis axel will break that record because he went on about it too much. You can't do that. You can't try and make a gimmick for yourself without their approval. Now you've got to get punished. Creative never forget. <laughs> I bet they you. They never forget. Remember this. We'll talk about it next week. I bet that he gets chucked out of the Royal Rumble in, in seconds. Do you think it'll be in a really farcical way? I think he'll somehow eliminate himself or Heath Slater will eliminate something ridiculous. Or Bo Dallas will pull him out or something nonsense like that. I'm going to go timekeeping on this. 20 seconds intro. Yep. So, bing, oh, yes. bang. Yep. Curtis yep. Axel walks in. 
does. Oh, obviously he won't stretch his shirt anymore because no, he's racist. Who, who and then <laughs> he'll strut in. Um, he'll probably point to some people. Um, then he'll go to get over, and then I guess somebody will just run at him and close yeah, line him out. That sounds about right. And, and Michael awful. Cole will be like, <laughs> he'll do one of his Michael Coleisms, trending worldwide. Curtis Axel. Sir. Curtis Axel trending worldwide. Hashtag Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> Social media rules. Social media All rules. Right. Okay, so Royal Rumble, pick the winner. Right now, on the spot, and then when you're back on again, we'll see, we'll see how you did. Right now on the spot, Seth Rollins. You're actually going to go Seth Rollins? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love your not fantasy Not even going to tell you why. <laughs> but you just did tell me why. You told me a few minutes ago. because not going to tell you the real reason why. <laughs> no, tell me the real reason why then. That is a real reason. All right, okay, fine. I'm not going to say it on air. You're actually going to go Seth Rollins. That's your prediction. I want... I'm going with Seth Rollins because... It's a great fantasy I, I and you get the surprise. <laughs> I was going to say I love fantasy, but it's like... I. <laughs> I love to be surprised. I I yeah. want to think that the WWE are playing me for a fool with all this injury stuff. Yeah, his his knee is it, it looked buggered. Yeah. I've never seen a vine that's made you me think... go Ugh, and then keep watching it another ten yeah, times. It's like when uh, Psycho Sid broke his uh, broke his foot. Remember that clip that went around YouTube and it just there was ankle, I should say. And you can't help but watch it, even though it's the worst thing you've ever seen. It's something like that. A quick off tangent. There's a. Um, an American football player who tackled someone and dislocated his knee and then casually just puts it back in before starting playing again. It's like, I've never seen such casual. But yeah, Seth Rollins, I want to believe that WWE have been taking me for a ride for ages, like they did with Super Cena and his, when his yeah, muscle well, they, fell off. They, they did do um, that, fair enough. But what about you? Who are you going to go Triple with? H. Batista? No, I go with... <laughs> well, no, if I'm fantasy booking, I want Daniel Bryan to come back and win the Royal Rumble, but that is never happening anymore. Okay, you, okay, want... okay, okay, okay. Fantasy? Yeah first and then real like yeah the... fantasy is daniel well no actually if i'm doing fantasy booking i don't even need daniel bryan in the royal rumble i want aj styles to be introduced on raw and i want him to go straight into a feud with daniel bryan that builds to daniel bryan versus aj styles at wrestlemania that gets interrupted by nakamura <laughs> the greatest excuse me whilst i quickly <laughs> just the dash to the loo simon do you know why it will never happen because there's no way wwe's doing a triple threat match with those three guys because can you imagine that followed by roman reigns versus <laughs> triple h in the main event like, follow that, guys. Oh, we can't. We're not actually talented enough to do it. Look, these guys are covered in bruises from their real kicks <laughs> and their real punches. Now, Roman, whack out that Superman punch, why yeah, don't you? do that weird ooh-ah thing you do. Ooh-ah! But no, I'm going Triple H. I think Triple H will win the Rumble. I think it makes... Uh, throughout the years, I've done too good a job of buying into this nonsense that I read on the internet. Like, oh, yeah, that is such a good story. And then WWE always go with the most expected option. And to me, the most expected option is Triple H comes back at 30, natural storyline to get back at Reigns, throws Reigns out with the help of somebody, establish him as a heel. You finish with your heel champion at Rumble, and you've got two... They'll do something at Fastlane yeah. to somehow make Reigns the number one contender. Then you get your championship match at WrestleMania. You mentioned Fastlane. They, that last year, that was... Um... It was just a secondary pay-per-view that they made big. Yes. This year, they're already saying they kind of want to start yeah. pushing it into like the big four. I kind of understand that. Given that you have two of your big four in the first quarter of the year and that everyone considers like January to sort of early April the most important part of wrestling, it seems yeah. silly to have a filler pay-per-view in February. I think it makes a lot of sense to try and build that up as something special. How you do that without taking the shine off Mania is the problem, though. If you've got three super pay-per-views... Because the Royal Rumble gets away with it because it's a gimmick. Yeah, but WrestleMania is more than a pay-per-view. It's, it's, it's just the granddaddy like, of them all. It's, a, it's, it's like, it's an experience. It's a weekend. Yeah, no, it's true, you're right. And so they can get away with it. So if you like to think, like, if they're going to do it, WrestleMania just then goes separate. So you then have 
four. So mm. it's Rumble, Fast Lane, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. And Mania kind of sits on top. And then Mania there. is their yeah. crowning jewel. And it kind of makes more sense. And what I think they need to do, God, this is the ultimate tangent, is like do this with other pay-per-views as well. Like Fast Lane's great. And like I know people are going to be like, why? Here's my, re- here's my reasoning. <laughs> Fast Lane is great because it's not a gimmick. Oh, you don't think... That was my question to you. I thought, do you think it needs a gimmick to make it feel... Or are you happy for it just to be a... I don't like the fact that there's... Apart from Money in the Bank, which I think is still one of the best match mm. types ever. Yeah. Because Hell in a Cell has kind of been um, diluted for the PG era. And that was shown by, like, the the actual footholds on the cell now. Um, <laughs> Fastlane has a chance to become a really good pay-per-view if it doesn't have a match-type gimmick. It yeah. may have... It's gimmick-ish from last year. It's like, if you win, you're in the main event or something. What? If I remember rightly. Yeah, that's still... Was that it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, it that's was Reigns it. versus Daniel Bryan, basically, yeah. That's a gimmick of sorts, but it's not like in the title. Yeah, Fast exactly. Lane could like be so, yeah. anything. It could be like, you could do it in any way. It could be a last man standing. It could mm. be an I Quit, which I would love to see return. Like an I Quit match to actually get to the WrestleMania main event. Yeah. So you're going to push yourself as far as you can go or as far as the I get it, yeah, that goes to, to get to them. To get you there. There's so much flexibility to it. <laughs> and the perfect way to do it is to make it not just a fast lane for the heavyweight championship, but have it for every title. So it's sort of like a quasi night of champions. Yeah. So there's a way for people to get into a match at WrestleMania, at this event. It gives it more weight, doesn't it? Rather than just kind of, oh, we'll put them in a match because we need to have them on the card. If there's some kind of... It's almost like rankings in a way, isn't it? You're trying... Yeah. You're weeding out who's going to be where and what story. Also, when you leave Fastlane, you should have all your stories in place, really. You want five, six weeks of Raws and Smackdowns to go, here's where we're heading, here's what you can expect, so on and so forth. So it makes sense to me. I think it's a lot better than kind of when they used to Elimination Chamber because that kind of fed... I like the Elimination Chamber. I love it. But I think it did fall into a pattern where I was like, well, I know who's going to win each one because I know what they want to do. Or at least I think I know what they want to do at WrestleMania. So, Who won it last year? Was that Sheamus? Yeah, was, was it Ryback? Was there Elimination Chamber last year? There was two. It was, um, was a WWE pay-per-view special. I was in Spain. Oh, there was. I was awful. That's right. It was terrible. The first match, the first Chamber match was terrible. That was the one where they all stopped for a bit and Dolph Ziggler was like... <laughs> Just looked at each other. <laughs> if you do this, we're good. Good. And they, they forgot totally to forgot catch Kalisto. That. And oh, Kalisto was yeah. just hanging for a bit. But like the only good thing that came about that elimination chamber was Kevin Owens, who I think we can naturally talk about now. That's an organic, oh, organic that's, that's segue. Wonderful. I like that. Yeah, Kevin Ooh. Owens is the only guy that they've put on the roster. And a lot of the reasons are not the fault of the wrestler. Like Tyler Breeze, for example, who has just been... Oh, you know, categorically destroyed. I actually thought Is he was it quite my good. Eyes <laughs> when you look at I me. thought he was Come good in NXT. He wasn't my favorite. I know a lot of people kind of really harn him, but I think you could have done. The good thing was he had a gimmick, and a lot of people come in and they're a bit. They don't like Neville, for example, was just introduced. I mean, he got himself over with his moves and whatnot. Yeah, but he's been dropped. But Tyler Breeze, I thought you could have pushed a lot stronger with the um, the whole selfie stick and all that kind of stuff. But he's been buried. But Kevin Owens gets himself over just because. He's so incredibly entertaining. He's so good on the mic. And there's just, again, it didn't, it didn't help that they did treat him differently because his first night in the company or first on the main roster, he beats John Cena. So yeah, exactly. everyone's going to go, oh, this must be an important dude because who else gets to do that? But he's kept himself there because he's so different. And again, his look, which is a lot more so fat, but that's what helps because he looks like a guy who's just going to beat you up in a bar. 
doesn't look like a bodybuilder. It doesn't look like a, a super. He looks like a guy, if you piss him off, he'll punch you in the face. Exactly. He looks like somebody who, okay, we're, we're in Croydon. It's like you're sat we are in, in Croydon, yeah. We're in Croydon. You're sat in Frank in Benny's yeah. or something of the equivalent nature around the world or yeah. in your town. So, I don't know, TGI Fridays, just name drops. Lovely so diner. Lovely diner. We're not sponsored by any in of these. In a lovely diner. We will spon- be. Don't get me wrong. Do you like burgers? <laughs> we love burgers. It's like, it's like he's sat there with his kid and his wife with Owen and this drunk guy just walks in and starts messing around with him. You can just imagine Kevin Owens will stand up, deal with it, sit down, and then like no yeah. change in his personality. Yeah, a bit of sass anything. in the meantime. His sass, his Twitter sass, everything about him is. I, they should be watching him. They should be. They, I think they know what they're doing. The, I hope so. The stuff on Raw uh, with the one versus all match. He was the main focus. I mean, that was a, a complete mess anyway because it made no sense. It was convoluted, and I was expecting all of those wrestlers to go well, in. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be a big beatdown, but instead, Kevin Owens, you try and beat him up and the rest will watch on. It was a lumberjack match. It was so awkward looking. It was like that a really was... awkward queue at the job centre. Just like, <laughs> Vince, is it my turn? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll but let you know. The best thing about Kevin Owens is he's a complete character. I know why he fights. I know a little bit about his background. And, you know, the way he talks, like he did kind of commentary on Raw last night and he was great. He was hilarious. Like, he just, he just fits in. And he, he doesn't stumble over his words because he knows what Kevin Owens would say. Yeah. So he has a response to everything that someone gives him. So there's no cracks in his game. And as a man who is willing to suspend their disbelief watching fake fighting, that to me... It's not fake, it's predetermined. Sorry. But that is, to me, is the ultimate way to get me to, to enjoy someone because I'm like, well, you are just... You are Kevin Owens. That is who you are. I know all these things about you. Now I can make a decision. Do I want to like you or do I want to hate you? Obviously, he's the greatest thing ever. But it dep- I would have liked to seen. I would like to have, and this may still happen, although I don't believe it anymore. A Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania would get me excited. Did that get rumored? Did that get a while passed around? Back, a lot of people said that that could happen. But of all their kind of mid to upper tier talent, who kind of fluctuate in this same spinning wheel? Maybe that's who. Maybe that's who will throw him out. I'd love that because out of all them, so Sheamus, uh, Rusev, Alberto Del Rio, all those guys. The one I can, you know, if you're not going to get a superstar in, like, I don't believe it's going to be Rock versus Brock. Because there's two reasons for that reason. One, there's no way they can pay the insurance or however that works with movie stars when he's in the middle of filming a film. It's a great, it's a great, like, great t-shirt though. It's a a great main event. They'll make a lot of merch. It would be incredible. But the other thing is, who wins and loses that match? The Rock, I don't believe, given his current status in Hollywood, is going to come in and lose in WWE. And you trying to tell me that you let, the, you let Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker so he could lose to The Rock in a couple of years? There is no way they would waste that. I mean, because The Rock doesn't need it. The Rock's The Rock regardless. So that, to me, has no winner. You cannot pick a winner in that match. Or it's not, that's another reason I don't believe it's going to happen. So out of everyone else that's not a superstar, Kevin Owens is the guy that, I, as a wrestling fan, I go, that interests me. Yeah. Okay. Who else do you put Brock with a mania? We've kind of segued a bit. That's fine. Who do you put... Who do you put Brock with at Mania? Who do you put Kevin Owens at Mania? Those two separately. To me, they both deserve... Your reasoning about Rock versus Brock has kind of like thrown me off a bit. I was like, my my hands are all over the place. That's why I can't ever see my head. And what match do you have as well? Because Brock would have to kick the shit out of him. And The Rock has had two matches in the last three years at Mania or whatever. He got injured in both of them. Brock's going to kill him. The Rock has already announced that he's going to be there this year. 
What's he going to do? But what's he going to do? And like, this is going to be record breaking. I start thinking to myself, okay, what's he up to? What's going on? What is the rock up to? Mm, we had, oh, we had uh, Terminator Genesis cash in, tie in last year. I mean, not cash in, I mean, tie in. Sorry. We did have that. And I about it. When in, Triple H came out in his plastic costume. Plastic costume, I thought it was pretty badass at the time <laughs> until I watched it three times over. It's like, I can see what that's made out of. Um, and then, and then like in next year, Fast 8 is out. So it's probably out around April, May. So that feels like the ultimate tie-in because that will completely... You think The Rock's just going to be there to promote a movie? You don't think... Because he's saying he's going to make history. I think he's there to... He is there to make history. And I think Ronda Rousey will probably be part of it in some way, shape or form because that feels like history. I have a feeling that Rousey and himself will probably bring back the women's championship at WrestleMania. Give it a plateau. Give it a platform to make history. Take that. Do you know what? I don't think... It doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm, Did you say it does or no, it does? No, it does. But yes. I can't see it happening. No, oh. but I can see that because... And this is probably going to annoy a lot of people. But if, but if, but if Ronda Rousey puts Stefan in an armbar, then... People would like that. Yeah. And we know she's not going to have a match now, so... I think it depends how Dana White and that lot feel her appearing on WrestleMania after a loss. That would be a problem. But the reason I actually think your point makes sense is because... Right, The, the Rock, to me... And I, yeah, I've got nothing against him, yeah. but he is just a PR machine. Oh, he's a PR like, everything machine. Everything he does is to get PR. Now, at the moment, obviously, you know, women's sports are bigger than ever because of people like Ronda, Ronda Rousey and such. So I can imagine The Rock seeing that as a PR opportunity. Oh, I can be the guy that brings back the women's championship. Yeah. And everyone's going to go, oh man, The Rock's such a good dude. I love The Rock. Let's go watch his movies. So I can actually see him doing that and him seeing that as his a new, great... His new series of Ballers is out soon on HBO. <laughs> well, what a great guy. I'll watch it. Um, I would like that actually, you know, because I don't believe The Rock's going to wrestle. So and like, the women's division to me is just just awful. I mean, I, I just, not because it's not their fault. It's the way... like the, the match It's not their fault. It's not. The match we had last night on Raw was to promote Total Divas. Now, that's... Don't... don't all right, I'm going to put a, a line. We can't be negative. I know it's Total Divas. No, I like Total Divas. Do you? I've yeah, never watched it. It's awesome. Just, I'm putting my hands up here. I've never Imagine watched Total Divas. I've stayed away from it. the worst TV show you've ever seen, but it's got Divas in it and Daniel Bryan and John Cena. And that's what it is. And it's so bad. It's one of these things that is so awful. It does 180. I've, I watched it all. I think it's fantastic because you sit there I, going... I, it's just awful, but I have to. I need more. I need more of this shit. I don't think I can so squint bad. my eyes at you any more narrow than I am right now. It's like, what are you talking Honestly, about? Everyone, Simon? go watch one episode of Total Divas. Remember, that it's obviously not real because it's wrestling, and you're, it's incredible because it's so stupid. The way they promoted it last night on Raw is paid it, and they're going, "Oh, Alicia, Alicia Fox is, is taking me off all social media." Why, why would she do this? Brutal. Like, That's this, brutal. This is hardcore stuff. I'm tuning in to watch this. Find out next week when they do a periscope together. <laughs> Ooh. No, she's off. She can't. But I just, I just think that... Because I know they had the Charlotte and Becky thing later. I can't remember who Becky Lynch took on now. And now they're having, having the match at the pay-per-view. But yeah. it's just... It doesn't receive the same attention as... as well, actually, maybe it does because some of that's bad too. I don't know. To me, it just feels like a mess. It I really feels like a mess. It felt like a mess, and I'm using a past tense here purposely because I feel like it's getting better, and there's a lot of talk on Reddit and a lot of talk on the internet about um, how they're moving where they do the promos, and a lot of the promos before for Charlotte and Becky Lynch were all out in the ring, and it didn't feel very good. It's like, we all remember, I think it might have been um, the highlight reel or something along those lines, Ms. TV, where they all came out, and it felt like, it basically felt like um, a one-star play. Yeah, um, <laughs> GCSE drama. 
G- yeah, GCSE drama. Yeah. I got a C in that, just so you know. Did you? I did oh, GCSE work. drama. Yes, I did I. And A level drama. So did I. And I did. Let's not talk about it. After, <laughs> after a year, I did sound and tech design. But anyway, they moved the, um, the, the promo work from in the ring to backstage. And that was more like it was in NXT. And you could instantly yeah. see that they felt more comfortable. One, because it wasn't live. Two, because they weren't hearing some of the obnoxious crowd that was surrounding them. Mm. And the Becky Charlotte thing. Uh, from the past two weeks. Like, Becky cut an amazing promo. Yeah, it was good. Not Raw last night, but the Raw the week before. Yeah. And they need to focus in on the small things here. They need to focus in on what they're doing well. Mm. And what they're doing well at the moment, from my point of view, even though ratings dropped after its first return week, is a new SmackDown. Like, if they push... If they do the thing at WrestleMania with The Rock and they give SmackDown Intercontinental and the women's division. I mean, split it up, so like a mini brand split almost. Yeah, because it looks like SmackDown's focusing on the IC title anyway. Yeah, it's true. And if they put the women's on there in a good way, it will actually give these wrestlers, I was going to swear, not divas. Swear. Fuck divas. Yeah. It'll give, so it'll be like, the new show will be called Total Wrestlers, I guess. But, um... <laughs> you know what? That's great. Will... Then you get everyone involved. Then you can see, you know, just John, no, John, he's already on it, but does... Daniel, no, he's on it. Who give me a rest? Dolph, does Dolph Ryback Ziggler, eating meat? Does Ryback text Dolph Ziggler? These are the things I need to know. Hey, Ryback, what are you doing this <laughs> yeah, evening? Like, I don't know right Beat now. Me. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, I digress. Um, if they put the, the, the women's wrestlers, the wrestlers, like in their natural habitat, like they did on NXT, and they give them something to perform, because in the first episode of the relaunch of the new network of the new SmackDown of the blah, 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 blah. I don't understand it sometimes. Um, they had a really, like, it was a really good 10, 12 minute match. Yeah. And it was promising. So if this is happening already, make a big deal out of it at WrestleMania. I think, I think that's the key, isn't it? I think, because I do think the match quality they have is good. But a lot of the matches, are, like I said, they're just thrown together. Yeah. And that's the kind of a problem with the company overall. But that's why I think the Charlotte and Becky thing is the best thing they've done for a while, just because there's a story. I mean, it's been a bit all over the place, like Charlotte turned heel for fun. And then Bans, all this yeah, exactly. But you know, there is a story there. I can buy into what's happening. Now, they were friends. Then Charlotte started to cheat. Becky didn't agree with that. And it's, it's nothing, you know, it's not Oscar worthy. But there's something I can sink my teeth into. And to me, the cherry on top is Ric Flair. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask you about... Okay, so uh, you're, uh, you, you're, uh, you're for him? Just put, I just love him. I just he just he is the wrestler. I'm becoming that guy. The older I get, and the more yeah. kind of old wrestling the what I watch, the more I realise that Ric Flair is the greatest person in the history of the world. Do you not feel like they're just wheeling him out? Yeah, but he's Ric Flair, and I enjoy seeing him. And he says he says things that make me laugh. So I, I don't. If the problem is I don't see how it works long term because you've got to move him away from Charlotte. Yeah, but Charlotte needs to shine on her own. You can't. No one has ever been successful relying off the success of somebody else. But, you know, tie it right into, you know, last year at the Rumble, when the Rock, you go, oh, the Rock's rub will give yeah. uh, Roman... No, it doesn't work like that. The fans know if they like you or not. And I think, Everybody remembers that face of the, what? Yeah, what have I done? So I do think you need to move away from now. But I think, given that she's now in heel territory, I think after this feud's over, because I think Becky Lynch should win the title at WrestleMania, really. If you can stretch the feud out that long, I'd like to see a proper super over babyface win the women's championship at WrestleMania. And then you've got to segue Rick away from her and let Charlotte be herself. That has to happen eventually. You can't have Rick Flair on TV forever. But, I, but right now, especially in the build-up to Mania, I do enjoy seeing... I'd be lying if I said I didn't look forward to seeing Rick Flair each week because it just makes me laugh because he's crazy. I think what you're saying about trying to move him, her and him away will work 
as you said, in the long run, because everybody loves returns. Everybody loves it when somebody returns either yeah. to one, to save the day, two, to support someone, three, to fuck shit up. Yep. And so if you move Charlotte away and she stays healed and then she just she keeps getting beaten for like a year or something and she needs a little bit something else and then Ric Flair just starts, you know... Coming back, yeah, reusing. Straighten down and then he does something and then leaves. It's... As a wrestling fan, I love being surprised. Yeah. Like, I... I don't like to think about it too much. I don't like to try and like second guess anyone, but I just, I, I love being surprised and amazed. Mm. And if they do something amazing with the women's title and, and all of the women's wrestlers that are doing so well yeah. in NXT, even the ones that aren't even on the show yet, then they have a roster that is the strongest it's been since Lita and Stratus. It's stronger. Cause I mean, they really only had those two back then. There oh, were yeah. a few other ones. Whereas now there's a good four or five who, you know, four obviously were really good and then other ones who have potential. Talking about returns, though, before um, before we go off anything else, what have you, Vincent Mann, coming back to TV, basically for around the last month, six weeks, what have you, what, what's your opinion on it? Because I thought it was great at first and now the last two weeks I'm starting to worry that we have, a, we have an old man <laughs> getting things wrong on television. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just uh, visually describe a graph to you. So okay, it's like on right. the bottom axis, on the x-axis, yes. it's like um, length of time. Yes. On the y-axis, it's hype. Right. So Vince, return, Vince McMahon returns, massive peak. Yeah, like, definitely. oh, wow, what is this? I made sure I saw it. And then slowly, but surely, you're like, what is he doing here? What is he yeah. doing? Is he, is, he, is he flexing his pecs? I know, I love that. I, I love know, that that's, stuff that's because fine. it's weird. A 70-year-old man going, hey, look at my physique. But it kind of works. But my point is, last week... I, I, I just... I, yeah, I just, I can't, I don't like someone who hasn't been on TV, who hasn't been a presence just now being so brutally right. misused by himself, well, I the, guess. the problem is, is that the Vince McMahon of the late 90s was, in many ways, the perfect wrestling character. Okay. Everything in your spot on, he could handle any mistake, no matter what, apart from if you get thrown at the rumble and you're not supposed to and he runs in the ring, he didn't handle that well at all. But the last two weeks, and my only worry is, is it because these things just happen or is it because he's a 70 year old man last week he screwed up the finish with um Sheamus and Roman Reigns where he could have done the count but he kind of just wiggled around <laughs> a bit instead and then this week he couldn't open the Royal Rumble ball to get the number out of it now there's every chance oh, but, um, uh, okay I, I know only a few things about last night like right, the main so things they, I didn't know that they did, that's, that's they an did, old man thing well, they, they, they did the tumbler thing and they did, did the they not WD-40 enough well no I guess not so they pulled the ball out and went oh Roman Reigns is number one let's pull another ball out oh Roman Reigns ha 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 <laughs> and Vince McMahon in one of the most cringeworthy things I've seen on WWTV in ages oh, no. couldn't get the no. ball open now there's every chance it was because whoever made these balls who is now fired yeah. couldn't uh, did it wrong and he really had to struggle but it, was, it did look a bit like an old man struggling to open something. It's like, imagine you gave him a jar of pickles. He's like, oh, no, I'm too old and weak. But he doesn't look like an old and weak man. So there could be, either way, it was just moments of TV where I sat there, and you get that awful feeling in your stomach where you kind of like, flex everything, like, oh, no, this is bad. Please. Everything tensens up. Yeah. Maybe that ball is a metaphor for Daniel Bryan's return. You're living in a dream. He's what? just never, ever going to open it because he can't <laughs> oh, have the right. strength to do it. It's too scared. Let's not give him it. Let's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. And I just, I don't want Vince to become another character I see on my weekly TV show because I think he's more than that. And I don't think he needs to. But if the rating keeps up, fair enough. That's what's important to them. But it's already getting to the point where I've seen him a lot. And yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I, I like him to be special. I like, like you said about the whole Ric Flair thing. I like 
Vince McMahon being on my TV screen to be like, shit, yes, Vince McMahon's back. I've got to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Vince McMahon makes me laugh, which he does. He's funny. Like that first one he came back, he was awesome. When he came out, he kicked um, Bo Dallas and R-Truth out of the ring. I mean, awful for those guys. But in terms of entertainment, I'm sat there going, this is great. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, for entertainment value, he nailed it. When he came back, he was spot on. Yeah. Like, completely spot on. And a lot of underappreciated things was when Roman Reigns just kicked him out of the ring when he was lying <laughs> down. It's like, as a 70-year-old man, I don't it's know a lot weird. of people who'd take that. 30-year-old man beats up 70-year-old, and I'm supposed to sit there going, you get him, young buck. Everything you is fine his here. Check his wallet. <laughs> Check his wallet. Exactly. Steal his money. But it's, it's a case of overpurposing someone and i think the be- the sooner they take him off the better because mm. uh, it'll give him time to rest up a bit and actually think of when he's going to inject himself into storyline yeah, because when he did yeah, it the first time that he came in december was it yes yeah. it really helped it really helped switch stuff on roman reigns and the reason like i think i know it's worked because when reigns finally won it on raw it was in the same arena that the Royal Rumble That's was right, in last yeah. year. And the difference in the, in the crowd mm. was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, you had some like Reigns boo boys. But <laughs> the inclusion of Vince, it had its effect. You have oh, no, it really the did. biggest tyrannical person since Trump. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Why not? And, um, oops. And then he's pushing, like he's just like, you know what Vince is like. You yeah. know the story of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the character. And it, it worked. Hmm? It worked. Stop. You've now, you've, he's got the strap. Just, just ease yourself away. If Triple H comes back and wins the title at the Royal Rumble, then that is your perfect segue for Vince McMahon. He could be on the Raw afterwards, but then let Triple H take that spot again. That's basically the spot Vince McMahon took anyway. Yeah. But just don't, like you said, when Vince McMahon came back, he had a purpose to come back. You beat up my son-in-law, blah, blah, blah. Whereas if Triple H has come back and he has, you know, short term, got his vengeance, you don't need Vince McMahon He's, on TV anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I just hope that he goes away. My worry is that, he, that he's not going to. And I don't want Vince McMahon, of all people, to start feeling like, I don't know, like Austin did when he, start, when he did, was the, the referee in the, in the Michael Cole-Jerry Lawler match. I was like, here is who I consider to be the greatest wrestler of all time, or at least my favorite wrestler, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And he's being used in this capacity because they feel like they just have to put Austin on the show, which I get. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to Vince McMahon. Like right now, Austin is especially again because you haven't seen him in ages. So when he does inevitably turn up at WrestleMania, you'll be like, this Come is on. awesome. And the pop will be big. So yeah, we'll see. Quickly, before we have a quick chat about TNA, which I Ooh. want to do. Stephanie McMahon, I want your opinions on her because I think she's, I can't stand her. I, for three reasons. One, that awful screech she does doesn't make me hate her in a heel way. It makes me want to turn off the television. What screech is that? Try and do it as far I, away I, from I, the microphone as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. And two, and I know everyone says this, this is nothing new coming from me. I just, I cannot stand the fact that even last night on Raw, she went and like, oh, they just went to the League of Nations. We're like, you're all dickheads, you're all morons. That's your top heel group in the company. You can't undermine everybody. Did she actually like, go, you're all dickheads? Yeah, she, that was the script. It was, you're all dickheads. <laughs> But she did, she insulted with their intelligence. And I'm like, so every Raw is, and Triple H did it as well, don't get me wrong. He was just as bad, but he's not on the show at the moment. But Stephanie Mann's role is constantly undermine all the talent because I'm the best. Are you, now that's oh. fine if there's a payoff. That's fine if Ronda Rousey comes in and beats her up. I'm like, brilliant. There's your canuppance. You shouldn't have done that way. Classic good versus bad guy. But that doesn't ever seem like it's going to happen. So it's just, and this would be the same with anyone. 
But that screech added into everything else makes me just... I can't stand her. I'd rather she wasn't on TV. I really don't like her at all. I, you're going down a point of like her calling like uh, League of Nations dickheads. And first of all, that makes Quote. me think of a, a YouTube thing from ages ago called Devo. But moving on, right. it's, it then brings me to the slapping stuff. And like, what's, what's this for? That's what I mean. You're slapping Roman Reigns down. You're slapping Tom Phillips. What did Tom Phillips do wrong? I don't get it. The Tom Spiracy. What, what, <laughs> what's this guy done apart from being legitimately too tall? If she doesn't get her comeuppance, am I supposed to think that she is the most powerful thing on the show, for lack of exactly. a better term? That's it. And wrestling is all about payoffs. So what's my payoff for this? There is no payoff. And that's what I don't understand. So I'm sat there going, I don't know how to feel about this because... This is kind of just a thing that is like oxygen. This is just what happens on Raw. But it's not real. Ooh. It's entertainment. So what is, where is this going? Because at the moment, nowhere. Because this is not nothing new. This has been happening for two years. Yeah. Same with Seth Rollins. I think the biggest problem with Seth Rollins was he got undermined by Triple H and Stephanie McMahon at every turn. And that's fine if he then goes on to vanquish them at WrestleMania. But he didn't. He got injured. He went away. So I'm like, oh, right. That worked well then, didn't it? What if like... The lead, like Stephanie's just become this uber, uber tyrannical woman, and Triple H gets the strap, and then Rollins returns to see the, like F, the, the error of his ways. And I think be- that will happen, and yeah. he becomes like the man that everybody cheers for. I just, I just would prefer it if, like, oh, right, let's take it back to the classic attitude here, as everyone does. Why not? If Austin, if McMahon had not sold anything that Austin did. I would be like, well, this is feeling... It doesn't matter what you do, Stone Cold. He doesn't care. But the whole point was, when Austin did did get one up over him, it's like, oh man, Austin's so cool. He's Mm. so bad. (laughs) Whereas, I just kind of like, no one can do anything. I don't want to see women, uh, men on women violence on TV. That's not what I'm talking about. That's more TNA. Yeah, yeah. But just something that puts her... She shows some form of responsibility for her actions. She needs to be put in a uh, Metal Gear Solid cardboard box, games reference, and just... You're right. They're not leading towards anything. There's no teasing of how this is going to end. Is everybody going to rise up? But would you rise up against your employer? Uh, If they did rise up, where would they go? Because Austin just didn't care. But we don't have anyone that didn't care. I don't see Jack Swagger doing that. Um, I don't know, man. (laughs) Could be ready. It's like, well, he does have a movement. He does have We The People. So, oh, oh, could be onto something here. But yeah, I'm not a fan of Stephanie McMahon at the moment. Um, Well, a lot of people, I think she's like a promo queen and amazing. I just don't see it. I feel like I'm a, a lost little boy. She can be. She was very good in the lead up to uh, Survivor Series 2014. The Bella stuff. The Bella yeah, stuff. Her there. promos she was pulling then were really good. They, she didn't they get made me watch it. Either, then. There was no she didn't. Oh, that was the. Oh, that was so funny. It's like we're friends now. Yeah. You told you told me you wished I hadn't come out <laughs> of the womb. What an awkward Thanksgiving Christmas dinner that would have been. Just sat around, right, Mum? Hey, Mum. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really sorry about what I said to her about the womb. I know the womb is yours yeah, and all yeah. that, but um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about. It. Oh, it's all right. More gravy. Oh. But it's it's. I don't know. She's bad. Let's let's <laughs> go back to her father. She seems to be overstaying her welcome, and it may not be her fault. I'm not like I'm going to support. 
I'm going to support creative. I'm not supporting creative. I'm going to support her a bit here and I support Vince a bit here, but may- maybe not Vince as much. Yeah, I was well too negative in this podcast. Just maybe I'm, I'm trying to be well positive. No, we should be positive. Everything I'm saying has a positive spin. I watch Raw every week, so again. Yeah, I only read a bit, but I was just, it may not be her choice to be on every week. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Before, again, again, each podcast can be around about an hour. It could extend if you want more. You just have to let us know. We but, love more. But before we do wrap up, I want to talk about TNA. In the future, we will talk about other stuff. But not really much else is going on anywhere else, I don't think, at the moment. I mean, Ring of Honor and New Japan. New Japan have kind of calmed down after their Wrestle Kingdom show. We're too far away from Wrestle Kingdom to mention it. Yeah, but I have been watching all of TNA on Pop TV because I like to support professional wrestling. And if yeah. you've got a new endeavor, I will, I will watch it. And this is where I throw my positivity thing out the window to let you know that I think TNA is the worst wrestling organization in the entire world. Simon, in three (laughs) reasons, tell me why. Right. The first off, and this isn't, well, it both is and isn't TNA's fault, is the crowd. Because the crowd does not react to anything. They sit there on their hands. There's no, like, for example, when James Storm came back, which they did ruin themselves because they played the music toilet. But still, even if WWE had done that, the pop would have still been it. it if anything, yeah, it would have been. that would have grown the anticipation. James Storm comes in and was like, oh, okay. Then Beer Money gets back together. Oh, okay. And that's what goes on to my problem number two with TNA is they just keep repeating the same things with what they really need is something like Lucha Underground, which is... No, I'm not the, oh, it's I, back next week. I like Lucha Underground a lot. Oh. And I don't, but I don't think TNA should do that. No, not at all. But I don't think it's the greatest promotion it's ever been ever, but I enjoy it. TNA just needs a hook. It needs a gimmick. And it is so WWE light that I don't need it because I've got WWE and you're never going to do I'm, I'm just repeating what everybody Is says. the six-sided ring not enough gimmick for you? <laughs> is that Stone not the hook? We're going to get away with it. Well, we've got six sides. Oh, cheers, AJ. But you ain't seen that before. And there's no stars as well. Like I was watching Kurt Angle versus Drew Galloway the other day and Kurt Angle, I just think, this, I mean, that man has been in TNA longer now than he was in WWE. Mm. Don't forget that. And he was a mega star. And I remember that first night he came out in that little weird take-me-out machine whatever it was and it was the biggest deal ever i remember everyone going one well, tna yeah yeah and when now he came up he's just it's just kurt angle it's the same case as flogging a dead horse like he's been in it like it's nine years or something now and uh, he stayed obviously he stayed for sometimes some a bit of the money some mm. of the bit of seeing how this company goes yeah and what depresses me more is that the wrestlers some of the wrestlers he's with uh, Drew Galloway, well, Mark Andrews, great. for example, yeah. who won like the boot camp. Mark Andrews is an absolutely exquisite wrestler. Yeah. Um, I've seen him at Progress and Attack in Cardiff a few times. And he is just one of the best, most agile wrestlers that this country has ever produced, or yeah. Wales. And um, it, he's just underused. Like I can't remember where it's from, but I saw a gif of him entering on a skateboard, jumping off the skateboard and doing a some sort of move on someone. It's like, that's, that's, that's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. And then what you said about the crowd was true. The crowd is like, oh, that's all right. Exactly. And I just, I, just, I, I they need, it, it does make shows. A crowd that can, I mean, look at that Hogan versus Rock match from WrestleMania 18. Yeah. If you turn the crowd down a bit, that match is nothing. But with the crowd and the atmosphere and the reaction, that's what really gets you into it. And it's what TNA lacks. And also their stories are all over the place. Like, you know, on the last, um, I presume we're up to date in the UK. I mean, if you're a US listener, maybe you've had an extra one. I don't think you have, but I don't read TNA spoilers. But, you know, you had um, Eric Young versus Bobby Roode for the King of the Mountain Championship. And Bobby Roode, um, Eric Young literally came out and went, you want a match for the belt? Bobby, yeah, right. 
had him actually <laughs> won. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that. There was no build-up. There was nothing for me to care about. It's like taking a hi-fi back for a refund. It's like taking us back. Yeah, right then. <laughs> you got, like, got a receipt. Got a receipt, yeah. Right, Here we go, late. then. Let's go sort this. Exactly, so it's just... I don't know. And I know a lot of people like TNA and this. This Fair enough, you're sick and tired of people crapping all over it. But I am trying. I am giving them a view. And every week I get to the end of Impact and go, I don't know why I should tune back in. I just I don't know. What's the hook? That's the thing, like... Every wrestling show, doesn't matter how long it is, it can be 45 minutes, it can be three hours. At the end of it, it needs a hook that is worthy of you returning. Yeah, it's, like, it's basic entertainment psychology. Like, it's why um, shows like Fargo and, uh, good grief, Breaking Bad and stuff like that did it all so well because yeah. at the end of it, they had a hook that makes you join in. And I mentioned TV shows because at the end of the day, this is entertainment. It is a TV exactly. show. If there's not something at the end that makes you want to return like i haven't watched tna in a while Mm. um i dip in every now and then and i'm always like i always want to see the best in a product and tna has a good roster it does have a great roster i don't want to sound like i'm shitting on the the, the people there because they are good it has one of the best contracts ever because wrestlers can do tna and they can also go to icw like drew galloway does and, and they can just go around and they're not using that to advantage their advantage enough. Like these wrestlers are out and around. Mm. They're getting promo. They're getting traction training. If they if they say to their wrestlers like, "We're going to put you on a massive match in two months' time. Uh, go off and do your stuff. Grow your name." And mm. then two weeks before start saying, "Okay, this match is happening on TNA. You've okay. seen me here." They don't utilize their talent enough. And also from my point of view, a lot of their thinking is five years ago. And that's the saddest thing. It seems like they've stuck yeah. in, they're stuck in their way. Like they're a mid two thousand company. That's what it feels. It feels like wrestling from the mid two thousand. Yeah, and it's they, they make so many mistakes. Like the put your boss for a table day, and <laughs> I, uh, well, Dixie Carter is on that show too much to begin with. I I, I couldn't comprehend it because at the time my dad was my boss, and I was just like, Do I? Well, that's not dad. Come here a second. Come here. Bam. We've only got the garden table and it's one of those Norwegian tables, so it's not going to (laughs) break. Solid oak. I'm just going to break your back on the table. I was going to quote Botchamania there, but we'll move on. No, you can do it. You can quote Botchamania. I watched the new one last night. I haven't watched it yet, so... It's pretty good. It's always good. It's It's just what it is now. Shout out to Matthew. Exactly. (laughs) The Botchamania, man. Uh, On the note you just mentioned as well, stuff like ICW and Progress, we are going to talk British wrestling um once mania season kind of calms down because i just presume like next week we'll do a raw rumble review and it's going to steal our time but all that stuff we're going to talk about we're british we all watch i think everyone i've got on enjoys british wrestling so we're definitely going to talk about it it's definitely going to happen well can you believe it that's it are we done we've come to the end the, the first ever episode of video gamers pro wrestling podcast i feel like it didn't even get started the weird thing is, right, this is My bad. My coffee's still half full. But this is bad. I usually get to the hour point in the Video Gamer UK podcast. Oh, I get a bit tired now. I'm just, I'm, I'm rammed up and good to go. It's Dave. It's, it's true. Just Dave. <laughs> but right. I don't, I don't want, I want to keep it for an hour for now. It's like a nice short shot of adrenaline into your lungs. But like I say, if you do, you know, you listen to an hour of this and you think it's enough, that's great. If you do want a bit more, you just have to let us know and we can go longer. Yeah. Feedback can. would be lush. Feedback, well, I mean, two things I want to mention. I did Miller's Royal Rumble sweepstake yesterday, oh. which I do every year. Probably should have waited to this podcast, but I didn't. 
but I want to let people know that I'm going to do something similar for Mania, which I will announce in this podcast in the coming months. You can win games. You can win games? Like free video games. That's oh, good. I love free video games. Exactly. Everyone loves free video games. So if you keep an eye on or anything you want to tell me about this podcast, I'm on Twitter at SimonMiller316. Adam, what's your Twitter? I'm on Twitter at BaconChin. Bacon so it's chin. Bacon then Chin. And <laughs> you can... You didn't work that one out. Just thought you'd work that out. And then also the company... The wrestling thing that I run is of called course, Marking yeah. the Fuck Out, and we're doing something with you guys for WrestleMania Indeed. that we announced yesterday, and more stuff about that will be going up soon. Yeah. I can spell that. Do it's it. M A R K I N the F C K out. Oh man, that was really bad. I, I forgot my alphabet. If they keep you on Twitter, obviously they can they can get all that information. But we are going to do something big over Mania. You can come down and have some fun that weekend, which we'll yeah we'll get into soon. Be any feedback you want to give us, please do. And now, I'm just, Adam, you're not here for like five weeks now, are you? That's actually quite sad now I've done it like this. I'm, I'm like, not here oh, for man. five weeks unless you want me back sooner and I'll, I'll just come in, I'll, I'll, I'll bring some coffees and some popcorn and Dean Ambrose yeah. throw them in your face. <laughs> not the coffee because, ooh, electronics best, around here. Some, another podcast, again, the, the Law, the live audio wrestling, the, the best description of that segment in the world where um, John Pollock said to Wei Ting, two producers and hosts on that show, he went, if you didn't watch wrestling and I told you, a guy came out. A guy fought a really hard match. <laughs> he really tried hard and he won. And then another guy came out and threw sweets and popcorn in his face. Who would you think was the bad guy? It's like, <laughs> that is the best breakdown of wrestling ever. It does not sound like what a good guy does. Anyway, let us know what you thought. Once again, if you have stuck with us all this way, I appreciate it. Thank Remember, you. next week, we're on a brand new feed. All the information will be from me or from Adam or from at videogamer.com. Find us, subscribe to us, give us five stars, all of that stuff, because the quicker we can do that, the quicker we go up iTunes and all that nonsense, we can slowly take over the world. Five-star match. Five-star match. Exactly. And also, I've got a few things lined up if this is successful. It is going to be successful. And they're big things like giveaways and tickets and all that kind of stuff. That's what people want. You want to win T-shirts? Of course you do, but I need the numbers, man. I need the numbers. Calm down, Millbob. But it's like <laughs> t-shirts um, big up to big up um, who is it next week do we know Chris Light is Chris Light next week. good man he's going to be fact, extremely yeah, we'll, excited we'll talk about that um, no we won't actually because I need to confirm one thing I won't, I'm not going to say names and get it wrong but yeah Chris Light will be on next week next week we're going to review obviously the Royal Rumble oh, get I'm not in there. deep and in hard but there's every there's every chance it could become a three man team. Who knows? Ooh, At the no. moment, Ooh, this wow, is all wow. very much experimental, grabbing stuff, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Uh, oh, I should also say, fucking, I'm pimping everything out. If you like the um, the intro and outro music for this podcast, we have music. It's my band. Oh, <laughs> cheap sound. It's called cheap MG sound. and the Juggernaut. If you don't, don't tell me. No, you can do really. It's just music. <laughs> you can. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. This was the first episode of the Video Game of Pro Wrestling podcast. We are live every Tuesday on YouTube, on iTunes, on RSS. Anything you listen to for podcasts will be there. Adam, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Simon. That was and a really good outro. Well done. Oh, thank you very much. All right, we've so got experience at this. Well, yeah. I've got to do the video game one later. I'm going to be sick of podcasts soon. I'm about to go get body slammed through something for that comment. So, um, yeah. Nice, no, fine. We'll see you in a week. Yeah.